0: Merry Christmas, everyone, and welcome to a very special bonus episode of Bomb Squad Movie Night. I am your host for this evening, Tim M. Sullivan, and with me I have... Uh, Elf, Tanner Richard Craft. Uh,
1: I am Joseph Henry Santa (laughs) Vrenick.
2: And I'm Bennett Kedge.
3: Woo! Woo!
0: We always right when Bennett's on. Hell yeah, yeah. He's he's an official member, by the way. I don't think that got mentioned. Yeah, but, uh, we didn't mention uh, that
3: in Goodwill Hunting. Bennett is a member now. He's not just a guest.
2: Yeah, yeah. They actually we, accepted
0: me. We got the kedge, baby. <laughs> he get he got invited right. to the orgy.
1: A- anyway, exactly. Tim. Tim, why yeah. are we all dressed like festive legends today?
0: Oh yeah, because it's Christmas. Whenever this drops, um, and. Yeah, we are we are continuing. You can't
2: see our... me, but I'm festive as fuck behind this camera, dude. Oh,
0: I believe it. I, I love believe you, it. it. You're the festivist and of us all. The festivist for the rest of us. And today we are continuing our tradition of uh edgy Christmas movies for Christmas Day bonus cast. Uh, last year we did Bad Santa and that was a lot of fun. This year we have uh upped our christmas spirit a little bit i think uh we, we had two episodes of the mainline show that were christmas movies uh we had anime apocalypse hosted by joe which featured the director john mcphail that go was watch a big it. episode is it real real cool should go watch it um and then right after that uh we had catch me if you can uh which hasn't we haven't recorded that yet but by the time this drops you'll have seen it i'm sure it's a great episode Nothing went wrong, uh, nobody suspiciously familiar broke into Tanner's apartment with a gun. I I, I don't know why I would say that, uh, it's just, you never know. I, the but, FBI
3: well, is not after me. There, there,
0: there's yeah. no wacky
1: shenanigans going on in that one, that should be a simple episode. Yeah. It's a
0: straight-up yeah. Spielberg movie. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so we've got the Christmas spirit going, and today we are talking about the new hit film violent night um and we all this is also a very special episode because we got to see this on the opening night of st louis's alamo draft house yay baby uh uh, this this was a very special occasion for all of us um and we're gonna try and start a new little like sub-series where we talk about our experience watching stuff at the alamo draft house just because um, it's, it's pretty cool, and uh, we've all been waiting a long time for it. Uh, and I'm going to start with uh, a question about that. Just talk about our feelings on uh, the experience. And we're going to start with Joe, because Joe here was actually not an Alamo Virgin before this screening. <laughs> uh, what, what, what were your thoughts going in and uh, expectations for what the uh, St. Louis Alamo would be? An al virgin if you will. There we go.
1: <laughs> yeah, no. Um, so, uh, if uh, if you happen to know me, I, I I've never, well, I I've not always been a Missourian. Uh, I only kind of moved out here last year, but I grew up and lived most of my life out in Council Bluffs, Iowa, which is like right next to Omaha, Nebraska, and Omaha. Uh, at least for a while one of them sadly closed recently um but for a while omaha had two alamo draft houses and every time i would come down to missouri for uh college i would get extremely upset uh because uh i was nowhere near a goddamn alamo draft house (laughs) um and I I would always tell my movie friends St. Louis needs an Alamo Draft House because Alamo Draft House is the best movie theater in the fucking world. Like holy goddamn shit, I love the Alamo Draft House so much. Uh, from just the environment that Alamo Draft House has to their movie selection, because they don't just play like uh, like regular release movies. They, they they play the regular new release stuff, but they like. They'll have special, like, movie parties uh, for, like, certain events or anniversaries. Uh, they do, like, a ton of re-releases every month, um, uh, which, uh, honestly, now that I'm thinking about it, they, they do a lot of, like, B-movie grindhouse stuff, which, uh, now that we have one in St. Louis, I, I question the future of uh, Late Night Grindhouse. Um, but, yeah, no, Alamo Drafthouse great movie selection um fantastic food um which is worth the price it's a little bit pricier but it, it's basically like you're, you're you're going to the movies and a restaurant at the same time because man oh man it's like you, you go there there's the tables pull out a menu you can order a fucking cheese pizza while the movie's playing if you want um Al- alamo draft house i i oh The other great thing about alamo draft house they're very strict no talking policy the best fucking thing about the alamo draft house is their no talk no texting policy uh which they have become very famous for so when i heard st louis was getting their own uh i got fucking excited and uh, god that whole thing took fucking forever to get out here uh, however it's been
3: 84
1: years it's been 84 years and thank God uh, that it finally came out and I'm honestly happy about the day that it came out because the day that this fucking thing had its grand opening was my birthday Woo! so it's like the, it's like the city of St. Louis is like you moved out here and you suffered enough this year happy birthday you you get the best you get the best
3: jolly good fellow for he's a jolly good fellow okay nobody's joining
1: st 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 louis was just like you've suffered enough here have the best movie theater chain in the city now that you live here so yeah uh that that's my alamo draft house experience i knew what i was getting into and i was so excited to be sharing it with friends this time around so i'm gonna pass it off back to you tim
0: Hell yeah. Uh, I will say, I do think that uh, Late Night Grindhouse still has a good future, just because I think it has a lot of word of mouth. And uh, I think, if anything, like, if it doesn't work out at DePere for whatever reason, it'd be real cool to get them at Alamo, because uh, that would jive perfectly well, with uh, their environment and also, you know, the, the, the shut the fuck up message they have at the beginning of every movie. Exactly. Um, but yeah, we'll go next. Uh, Tanner, you were waiting four years for this. Tell us about it. I've done my waiting four years
3: of waiting. Um, or however that quote goes from the, in misery, in misery. I mean, Missouri, same thing. Um, Mm -hmm. let me tell you, I have, I remember exactly where I was when I found out that St. Louis was getting an Alamo draft house. I was in the car with Ethan after the mission impossible seven debacle. Or six debacle where I uh, accidentally stiffed him both a ticket and popcorn because I was an inconsiderate moron. Please watch the Mission Impossible podcast to find out more about this funny thing. Um, and ever since then, I have been counting down to days. Uh, it's been, it took four years, five months and 17 days from the day I found out about the Alamo Draft House coming here for it to finally open. It was a little touch and go there for a while. The company declared bankruptcy in 2011, and I was terrified that meant that we weren't going to get it anymore. Uh, But no, we got it. Thank God we got it. They closed down a location in, like, Iowa and a couple in Texas. Uh, Worthy sacrifice uh, for the St. Louis location, of course. Um, And let me tell you, my first time finally getting to see a movie at the Alamo Draft House had lived up to the expectations, uh, because I got free food. Hell yeah. Uh, uh, Not on purpose. (laughs) He robbed uh, the place. I did not rob the place. What happened is I ordered water. He held the server at
2: gunpoint. He's lying.
3: Shut up. I ordered a water, and then I ordered chicken tenders, and then when everyone handed out the bills, he came up to me and said, because you just ordered a water, I'm not giving you a bill. And I said, yes, sir, that's correct. I didn't order any food. And let me tell you guys, those chicken tenders were delicious. I'm Ah. still eating them. Hey, this man's got chicken. These actually are Alamo Draft House chicken tenders. I just got back from seeing Puss in Boots there. My sister ordered yeah. chicken tenders, and she didn't eat them all. So. I was
1: going to say, Tanner's taken the most advantage out of uh, Alamo Draft House uh, since it's open. It's it hasn't beyond... been open
3: for two weeks yet, and I've already been there four times.
1: I was going to say, we go. he and I went and saw Elf. That's where he got the hat that he's wearing. I also have one. He saw Batman Returns. Man, oh man.
3: And just as I asshole, I'm... Puss in Boots. All fantastic movies. Nice. Um, nice. And yeah, let me tell you. The big thing about the Elmo Draft House is they have to be the most comfortable seats I've ever had in a movie theater. They're really comfortable and they wait. Most movie theater seats, when they recline, they're very uncomfortable for me. Not the case here. These ones, just right. And, um, mm-hmm. honestly, the only thing arguably missing is heated seats, but honestly, I don't know about y'all, but every time I've used a heated seat at a movie theater, it's just burned my ass. Like, it's literally too hot to be comfortable. They've never been yes. useful for me. So, I gotta say, I'm glad the Alamo's here. I'm glad it's here to stay. Um, if you, uh, you want to go to the Alamo Draft House, go to Ikea. It's across the street from the Ikea. Um, those are my best directions.
0: Back to you, Tanner. Thank you, Tanner. Very cool.
3: Yeah! All right,
0: Bennett. Uh, what, were mm-hmm. you, what were your expectations for the Alamo Draft House, and what were your thoughts on the experience
2: there? I'm not gonna lie. I had never heard of an Alamo Draft House until about a week before we went, when Tanner was telling us to buy tickets to go, and I just said, "All right, I'll go to this place that I don't know about," and I still had no idea what it was. Until we showed up to the actual movie theater, um, I still don't fully understand what it is. <laughs> but I'll tell you, I had a great time. Hell I loved yeah. it. It was very enjoyable, and I will have to go a few more times to uh, to get the full experience and understand what it exactly it is. Um, so Tanner explained it to me like before we went, like, "Oh yeah, they have like food there and stuff," and I was like, "Oh, well, like every movie theater has food." So like what's the difference every movie has
3: it food, you fucking idiot. And
2: That's he's like, Well what they also to serve me. like alcohol and stuff and I was like, Well like AMC's been doing that for a minute now, like it's it's nothing <laughs> new and But I didn't know that, that they serve it to you directly to your seat like an actual restaurant and that is so cool. And it's it's not like it's not like uh your typical like AMC or or Marcus Eaters where you, you order food on like the phone and, or something like that and they bring it to your seat before the movie starts like it's like a full on restaurant experience and that's so cool and the aesthetics mm-hmm. were another thing I love um, it didn't have your typical movie theater look to it like you know how you, you go in and it's just a blank walls where they have a couple posters where they'll change out with, with upcoming movies it was very old timey they had the classics They had small movies that not a lot of people know about, but are very good movies. Um, It was just overall, like the aesthetics were were beautiful about it. I don't know. It's just like an enjoyable, nice little location for us to have and something different from the the typical chains that we normally get here.
3: Uh, To build on the aesthetics of it, to put it in perspective to the audience, Mm -hmm. how it's different most movie theaters, if you go down to your theater, you'll see a poster for Wakanda Forever or some, like, uh, Zachary Levi. Yeah,
2: movie that's about out. to come out soon.
3: Here, the first fucking poster you see is a gigantic French language poster for Austin Powers' gold member. Alright, that's <laughs> the kind of experience you're getting here.
0: That was made yeah. specifically for my girlfriend.
3: <laughs> uh, oh, I'm sure she got a kick out of that.
0: <laughs> she loved it.
2: Yeah, Autistic I also people like love the, Austin uh... Powers. Can I, throw I also in... like the tables, oh, like the tables in the the dining area outside, where they had all the movie posters, like like in finished the into the tables. Oh, so, cool. so cool! That was so so cool. Sorry, go ahead, Joe.
1: Uh, I, it's like another thing that I want to like add to like about the aesthetic of Alamo Draft House. Um, and I I also kind of want to rub in about the Omaha one just a tad, which um, is it, it not something that. Uh, the St. Louis one has. I mean, it's got some of it, um, but the one out in Omaha specifically that's still open, and I know a couple of other theaters do it. Um, <clears throat> some of the Alamo Draft houses will have like a very specifically like themed lobby. Um, say, for instance, the one out in Omaha where it's like you walk into the lobby where you buy your tickets, and it's like you walked into the fucking Death Star. Um, Which, yeah, that's the one out in Omaha. Is like, it looks like the Death Star up in the ceiling is like a giant Death Star with a laser coming out of it. And like right before you go down the hall to where like all the theaters are, there is like a little like uh, section for like photo ops. And it's the Emperor's like throne room from Return of the Jedi. And you have like his throne right there, which you can sit in, get photo ops by it. But the really cool part about it is on the side of the arm of the armrest there's a button you hit that button Ooh. the Death Star like fires it's laser it is genuinely one of the coolest theater lobbies ever
3: uh, Joe has killed no less than seven people using this <laughs> I have true.
1: yes
0: alright um, <laughs> the, <turn>. the deafening <laughs> silence after I <laughs> I love Tim's alright <laughs>
2: that's a nice right. little uh happy note to leave it off on
0: yeah all right so yeah i guess it's my turn um so yeah like everyone's been saying like i i don't think i've been waiting for this quite as long as tanner um but you know, i've been waiting a couple of years because i i remember hearing about it and um i i think it's it's something i've been especially waiting for recently because uh st louis is kind of uh, losing its cool theaters. Like, we lost the Tivoli last year. Um, the High Point, uh, we still have. And uh, that just recently got bought by uh, Cinema St. Louis. So I'm interested to see where that goes. Um, and then, with, like, we lost Moolah. Uh I never got so, like, to go I, to that
3: one, and it sucked.
0: Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, we, we, we were just... I was just waiting for, like, another cool movie theater to come out, like that wasn't um like an AMC or uh, Marcus theater. Um and so I, I was excited when it was like starting to get announced like this is actually happening. Uh this is actually happening this year. Um and it got pushed back a couple times, but uh then it finally came out in December and it was uh a blast i I loved it um uh, as soon as i walk in i see all the posters and everything like this is just a really cool atmosphere um i really enjoyed like just looking at everything that was around um yeah just a great atmosphere Um, and then again the movie theater itself was very nice Uh, like everyone's been saying like the seats are very comfortable Uh, I thought the, like, pre-movie show was really cool, too, because it was a little different from, like, your standard. It's not just a
3: bunch of fucking ads.
0: Yeah, it's not a bunch of commercials. It's not um, just, like, previews for the upcoming movies. Like, they had, like, little clips from classic or, like, older movies. Like, they showed a clip from Dial Code Santa Claus, I remember, when we walked in. Um, I think they had played, like, a little clip from National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation and just, like, stuff like that. So that was neat. That just kind of like added to uh, the like presentation of it. Tanner's Tanner's losing a light. Sorry, uh, sorry, sorry. Uh, you you good, bud?
3: Yeah, I'm sorry. I was playing with the lamp a little too much. But
0: we've all been there. Uh, but yeah, it was it was it was a lot of fun. It was uh, the food was very good. It was very expensive
2: but worth it um that's typical for movie theaters though what's funny though yeah, is that it's for... about the
3: same price as it would be at like marcus and it's like tastes three times as good
2: oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah
0: precisely um so it's definitely worth it um i didn't get like an alcoholic beverage because i had to drive and it was late but um i i trust that their bar is good i'll have to try it sometime when um i, I don't necessarily have to drive um so yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun going, um, it lived up to the expectations, and then some, uh, had a great time, um, but now we're gonna start talking about the movie that we saw, which is Violent Night, um, and, you know, it's Christmas, uh, we're, we're, we're all, we're all in the spirit, sometimes it's a little hard to get into the spirit, uh, like I mentioned on the Bad Santa cast, uh, back then I was working as a photographer at a santa station at the mall uh i'm doing that again this year at a busier mall as a manager and let me tell you this this mandy christmas sweater i'm wearing right now this is about where i'm at right now um yeah this this is yeah so i i think this is like the perfect kind of movie to talk about for you know people who are trying to get into the spirit maybe having a little trouble Uh, So let's start talking about our thoughts on Violent Night. We will start with Bennett.
2: Yo! Oh, man, put me on the spot. Um,
0: You're so sexy, Bennett. Don't worry.
2: Oh, yeah. Thanks. (laughs) Um, I loved it. It Hell yeah. It was pretty much everything. It, It lived up to the expectations I had. And those were very high expectations. When I saw the trailer and saw that, David Harbor was playing Santa Claus in basically a die-hard situation. I was like, "This this can't get any better." <laughs> and then it did that; it got better. Um, I was just expecting him to be some like you know typical military Santa type guy who's already already knows all this combat stuff, but in reality, he was like a depressed Santa that had a problem with alcohol and a very dark past but didn't have a whole lot of combat training um at least you think in the beginning but um you know once he finds that are we doing spoilers by the way yes yes yes, yes. yes. Oh, Yeah. Okay. spoilers <laughs> always so assumed. Once...
3: always assume that's allowed
2: so once he finds that hammer though that's uh that's where you find out oh shit santa's <laughs> actually like a uh He's he's got a pretty dark past there. So, he's a uh, fucking Viking. <laughs> yeah, he's a uh, he smashed a few skulls in. So yeah.
3: He is the Northman.
2: Yeah, that that uh, movie was a, the was a prequel. Holman. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Northman was a prequel for this movie, is my opinion.
0: There we go.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, I loved it. Very good movie.
3: Awesome. Would you say movie good?
2: Yeah, movie movie good.
3: Woo-hoo! Sorry to steal your thunder, Tim. It's all good. No, he, can
2: st- he can still give it a movie good if you want. <laughs> we can all group. I,
1: I, I, I was going to say, it's like, just because one person says movie good doesn't mean somebody else can't say it.
3: Movie good is for the people. My hat!
0: We are movie good. All right. Uh, Tanner, we'll go next with you. Oh, boy. All right. Hold on. Let me get... um.
3: Alright, now I'm ready to talk about what? this movie. Let's go. Just did a line of coke, brother. I... My hat! <laughs> Just did some cocaine, my guys. I'm ready to talk about... Elf. Wait, no, fuck. We're talking about Violet Night. Where am I? Um... <laughs> it's a They're bonus. the same movie, basically. <laughs> yeah, you know, they both have a Santa Claus. It's true. I'm so sorry. Excuse me. Um... That's something David Harbour, Santa Claus, would do. Mm Mm-hmm. Where to start with this movie? So, uh, Joe, do you remember what movie it was we saw where we saw the trailer for this for the first time?
1: I don't remember the movie that we saw that had the trailer played before this. Well... I, I do remember it's like when that trailer played, I leaned over to you and I was like, we're seeing this shit, right? Oh, yeah. I
3: remember after the trailer ended, I went... Day one, baby. And then we waited until 10 days after it came out so we could do it for Joe's birthday. Yay! Woo! For he's a jolly good... I'm sorry. Anyway, (laughs)
2: um,
3: so I had uh, some high expectations for it to just be a fun movie. And I got that and then some. I didn't expect it to be the greatest combination of Die Hard meets Home Alone. Um, I don't know about y'all, but uh, this is what Home Alone should be. When he fucking (laughs) fell... When that one goon fell in the nail went oh, through yeah. his fucking jaw, that shit fucking ruled. It I was it... gnarly as hell, but it ruled. Tanner, I, I think got it good... goes
2: to say that this is definitely a movie you should bring your kids to. Absolutely. Especially Anyways, for the chimney kill.
1: Tanner, I got good news for you. There is a Home Alone movie like that. It's called Better Watch Out.
3: Oh, yeah. I guess it is kind of a Home Alone movie. But does it have Santa Claus? No. Fuck you. So, um, I'm disgusted by the implication, and may God have mercy on your soul.
1: Alright, a simple no would have done.
3: (laughs) Yeah, you got the reference. Um, Billy Madison, good movie. Um, The action was way better than I thought it would be. Pretty clear, not too many cuts, the choreography was really solid. Uh, This movie was way more violent than I thought it was going to be. I didn't (laughs) expect to see the amount of gore we got. Did you guys expect that? Because
1: I did
0: not. I, I definitely expected gore but I, I think it was a little above what I was expecting
1: i ex I expected the gore but I'll get into that when I talk about my thoughts
3: I'm just saying I didn't expect two guys to get fargoed okay
2: I wasn't <laughs> expecting
3: fargoing to happen in this movie um and two guys get fucking fargoed but the humor was really there and at its core though I, I have a take here that I think is objectively correct. If you remove the humor and you remove the over-the-top violent action sequences, at its core, this movie is a Hallmark Christmas movie. Yeah, yeah kind and of. And I mean that in a nice way. Hallmark <laughs> Christmas movies are comfort food. They're simple, you know what you're going to get with them, and if you're anything like me, you'll probably cry. Which this movie, I believe, did in fact make me cry. Bennett can oh, I heard it. this
0: yeah.
2: Oh yes, you were weeping the whole way home
1: I, I looked over and I saw You were crying I This movie made, feel,
2: made me feel made me feel very happy inside it I made mean, me a I lot cry. closer to my dad
3: I cry a lot, I just saw A trailer earlier today that made me start crying And it was the newest trailer For the Super Mario Brothers movie And I still don't know why I started crying
1: This man cried at the Super Mario Brothers trailer This
3: man cried at the Clifford trailer <sighs>
2: Tanner, there's this amazing thing called therapy. I
3: think, I think the reason why I cry a lot is because I know how to healthily process my emotions unlike most adult men.
2: This is Good true. Point.
3: Violent Night. Um, It's very violent. It's very night. Uh, John Linguizamo. Shout out to my boy, John Linguizamo. Everyone's going to be shouting out David Harbour. I love John Linguizamo as the over-the-top villain. Is he quite a Hans Gruber? No. But I do love the Mr. Scrooge we got here. Um... One thing I will say, I love the video game shit where he kept looking at the naughty list to see how many bad guys were left. That was some fucking video game shit, and I was really fond of it. And uh, the little Easter eggs on the naughty or nice list was great. I think the thing that made me laugh the fucking hardest was when Trudy, when they were looking at her nice list, right? And one of the things that put her on the nice list was... Invited weird kid to party. Yeah.
2: (laughs) I fucking laughed so hard at that part.
3: I I saw that and I went, holy shit! Or with the naughty list where it's like... Doesn't call mom was right next to murdered best friend. (laughs) Like, yeah, you know what? Both of those should put you on the naughty list. Equally bad. I also love just the David Harbour's illusions when talking to Trudy... Oh, I'm going to give him a whole lot of coal. And then he just sticks a grenade up that guy's pants. And I fucking love... This is how you know David Harbour rules. Most movies do the cowardly thing where cool guys don't look at explosions. David Harbour in this movie, after putting a grenade up someone's ass, is like... Fuck, man, I gotta watch. And he turns around (laughs) to see it, and it's beautiful. Uh, I will also say the gnarliest kill I have seen in the movie all year has got to go to the John Lugazamo chimney kill. That shit mm-hmm. was... That was like some shit out of The Boys.
2: Mm-hmm. All right, That oh, was yeah. some
3: fucking gnarly shit. And I loved it. It's a great movie. Four and a half out of five stars. It's uh, fun for the whole family. Bring them all. Woo! Assuming your children are adults.
0: Yeah, there we go. Back all right. Game. All right. Joe, thoughts on the film?
3: <clears throat> all right, so...
1: Uh, like I was saying earlier, I did expect this movie to be a lot gorier than what the trailers had let on, uh, mostly because I was very familiar with who the director was, and I knew for a True. fact, and I knew for a fact that knowing that, I knew we were in good hands with this. Because let me let me just read off three of the films that this man is uh, known for. Uh, the, the big one is uh, Tommy uh, Workola, who's the uh, director of this. Uh, this is the guy that directed Dead Snow, uh, which is arguably, well, maybe not anymore after, after this came out, uh, but before that, arguably his, uh, most well-known movie, uh, he followed it up with a sequel, Dead Snow 2, uh, Red vs. Snow, uh, you, you guys might have also heard of this one, Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters, the, mm-hmm. the Jeremy Renner, uh, Gemma Arterton movie, <laughs> where they play Hansel and Gretel. And they fucking just like mowed down witches, um, so if, if any of those like titles, if you're familiar with them, if you're if you're familiar with that, or just hearing those titles, just kind of gives you in, any indicator of what to expect, then yeah, uh, that this guy can be trusted with a violent action movie that stars Santa Claus. Um, mm. So I had some high expectations going into this um and honestly um i will say this because yeah we did see it on my birthday and i've had time to just kind of let the movie sit with me um and just kind of let that little bias kind of just wash over me i will say this man oh man if if 2022 did not give us so many goddamn good movies this year this easily would have been in my top five uh, like by fucking God, I loved this movie to bits and fucking pieces. Um, it's number twenty on my list, but like I said, so many goddamn good movies came out this year, and I feel bad that it's not higher for some reason. <clears throat> but what can you do? Uh, let's let's actually talk about the movie itself. Uh, are are there any flaws? Yeah, kind of. Uh, I think I think some of the, of the setup lasts just like a little bit too long um i think a little bit more mean-spiritedness could have been like sprinkled into this um but i mean uh, like uh, other than that like everything else is pretty fucking pitch perfect the action's fun and very creative um tanner mentioned home alone there's a home alone sequence in this and it's one of the funniest sequences of the whole fucking movie Um, Because you have one guy who is just a complete fucking butt monkey the entire time. (laughs) It's like, oh, she sticks the nail in, just like in the movie. It's like there's the nail, like, jabbed through the the ladder. Uh, Yeah, uh, they they, they know what's coming. However, they don't expect one of the fucking bits on the ladder to just be sawed in half. Because then the guy just fucking goes and gets the nail stuck
3: in his chin.
1: (laughs) And then, God, it's like all the fucking shit that just falls on top of him after that. <laughs> like, what wasn't one of them like a bowling... Wasn't it like a couple yeah. of bowling balls?
0: Yeah, they're bowling balls. I'm trying to remember
1: what it was that killed him. Um, but I remember it was, that... It was, the,
0: it was the bowling ball that hit the nail into his head.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, God. Uh, they, they even, like, show just how... Fucking violent that uh that ornaments trap in home alone is they, mm-hmm. they use that shit ain't pretty um and i mean just that whole sequence is fun but like th- there's other fun sequences there's a lot of like fun like <laughs> just action sequences involving santa uh specifically santa and a hammer um mm-hmm. god um and yeah i mean It's Sure, it's derivative of Die Hard, but you know what? I think having that template um, and just kind of spicing it up with it being a little girl and Santa Claus as uh, John McClane and Al Powell, I think that helps. I have a cat on my table. (laughs) Joel's got cat. uh, I got cat. We got cat on AlamoCast. God, where was I? Oh, yeah. I, I, I think that's a very refreshing little thing. And also, it adds a lot of heart to the movie um because yes santa in this is very fucking jaded about the holiday he's an alcoholic kind of like most david harbour characters um and i think having this little girl just kind of helps him like (laughs) remind him of the spirit of the season um got uh yeah also i want to give a shout out to john leguizamo john leguizamo is like really fun in this um I mean, David Harbour, of course, he's the lead. He steals the whole fucking thing. Uh, I don't know what else to talk about it. Uh, talk oh. about your balls. No, I'm not going to talk about my balls. I will say, I was actually thinking about this earlier today. I'm just remembering this. The uh, we're, we're in spoilers. But uh, there there is a moment in the movie, and I think this was one of the moments that Tanner was crying during, um, where it's like, we think Santa is fucking dead. Um, he, he's killed John. Oh, yeah. Le- he's killed John Leguizamo um, but then he gets like a couple bullets from like some guy that he had forgotten to take out um, and he's just lying there on the ground like dying and then we presume that he's dead um, and they're like uh, try- they're trying to bring him back through the power of faith and they all say I believe in Santa Claus I believe in Santa Claus the entire time uh, I, was, I was, like, I was trying to take it seriously, but I couldn't because uh, I was reminded of something from my past that I'm gonna bring up because it's cringe. So there's a nostalgia critic movie called Kickassia. No, where where, where a similar scene happens with a character called Santa Christ, um, and they're like, I believe in Santa Christ. Let's let's uh, use the power of belief to bring him back to life. And the entire time, I was just waiting for Santa to be dead. And then the little girl just to go, nope, that did nothing. Toss him. Because <laughs> I was thinking about that moment in kick the entire time.
3: Just, I'm going nope. to commit vehicular manslaughter on you. <laughs> just, you don't no. even have a car. Can I borrow your car?
0: No. Bennett, can I borrow mine. your car?
2: Yeah, go
3: ahead. Uh, the one that's busted? <laughs> that one might kill him better.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Go ahead, and, go ahead and borrow my stolen car.
3: <laughs> Can I steal your car yeah. again? Yeah, go ahead. It was me the first time, by the way.
2: Oh, make sure okay. it doesn't get found this time. Okay, you got but it. Yeah.
3: Baby. But yeah, no movie good. Um,
1: I, I fucking loved it. Uh, it's easily in my top twenty. It's gonna become a fucking cr- Christmas tradition at this point. It's probably it's it's going up there with Krampus and Anna in the Apocalypse. I, I gotta watch it every season. So back to you, Tim.
0: Hell yeah! All right great thoughts all around um for me i'm gonna start with sort of my expectations um so the first thing i saw of this movie was the poster um and that's just like david harbour with this bloody face and the sand outfit and says violent night and uh if you watch the apocalypse podcast you'll know that i um a few years ago did a marathon of Christmas horror movies and like every season I try to work in some more Christmas horror movies when I have time. Um so I've seen a lot of Christmas horror movies and a lot of them have an edgy Santa it's such a a done-to-death trope and when i when i saw that poster i was just like oh it's another one of these i guess i
1: I was gonna say it's like if you don't see the trailer for this movie and you don't know what the premise is and you just see that poster you kind of just roll your eyes just thinking "Ugh, it's another violent santa horror movie
0: yeah yeah that's that's where my head was at when i saw the poster and then When I saw the trailer and, like, heard a little bit more about it and heard that it was, like, uh, an action movie where the Santa was the hero, I was like, okay, that could be fun. Uh, This looks like it could be a good time. Um, So I went to see it, and it was a good time. I I liked it a lot. Um, I think part of what makes it really special is that it has this heart to it that I wasn't expecting, uh, I think that's what sets it apart from, you know, all those other edgy Santa movies. And, like, it, like Tanner was saying, it gets kind of, like, Hallmarky and it gets, like, corny. But, like, that's, that's exactly what it needed. Uh, to That's
3: like, what Christmas is!
0: Yeah, like, it, that's what it needed to set itself apart from, like, all of the just super self-serious, dark, Christmas-edgy movie things. Um, and... Yeah, I think that it was just like it had a it had a very good balance of like that sort of like mm. edgy stuff with the heartfelt stuff. Like there's there's moments where it kinda takes itself a little seriously and then it balances out with some humor, some like uh, again, heartfelt moments. Like I think I think really one of the key ingredients here was having the most adorable little kid in the world. Like that the little girl was just like the heart of the movie and like seeing her interactions with Santa is what really kept the movie going and kept it like kept me invested. Um, like, I-, I love that uh, once she uses the little radio that they were just like, he might not be able to answer, but if you tell Santa what you want, he'll hear it. And then Santa like actually hears it because he steals someone else's radio. And he just gets on that frequency. He's like, yeah, this is Santa. Uh, I thought that was great. Um, And, yeah, the the kills, again, like we've been saying, all great. Like, the Home Alone sequence is great. Uh, Because, like, at first, like they were saying, like, it looks like it's just, like, this naive little girl who just saw Home Alone for the first time. And, you know, is... (laughs) expecting people to fall for the simple trick but then you see there's a little more to it than that and like the guy falls down he hits his chin on the nail and like i remember like the entire theater at that moment audibly went
2: "ooh,"
0: because under the chin kills that's or under the chin gore that's just it's, it's one of those things like tendons that's just rough to watch
1: it's like, that, um, it's like that scene in Hot Fuzz. You just turn away every time.
0: Exactly. Um, yeah, the Hot Fuzz thing for sure. Um, and like that whole sequence was just a lot of fun. Um, uh, once Santa uh, took his shirt off and you see the tattoos, like that was just such an awesome reveal because <laughs> it's it's so goofy and it's so fun. And my girlfriend. Was like this confirms the origins of Rise of the Guardians, and I have not seen Rise of the Guardians, so I don't understand the context of that. It does. But it may-
3: she's right. Tell her she's right.
0: I will. I will let her know. Uh, I will watch the movie probably at some point. Um, good. So that I so that I understand the context for this. Um, but yeah, I I do I did really have a lot of fun with sort of the approach they took to like this version of santa because again it has that great balance um and uh go- going back to the kills going back to the chimney kill like i i expected this to have some like gory kills uh i expected it to be violent but i was not expecting the final kill to be a fucking mortal combat fatality that shit was great <laughs> That shit uh, went
1: so hard. That that is a moment you got to see with a crowd because when that moment hit, everyone was like
0: hyped. <laughs> it's a yeah. crowd pleasing moment. Absolutely, um, yeah. Uh, just a lot, lot of fun. Uh, if you if you like movies like Silent Night, Deadly Night, uh, or like you know any of those other edgy Santa movies. Um, uh santa's sleigh uh that one is another one where it's actually santa um so like if you if you like stuff in that vein but you know want something a little different from all of the ones you've seen this is definitely one to check out it's a lot of fun um so i guess we'll kick it off to general discussion for a little while Uh, anybody has anything to say go ahead
3: I'm stroking my dick right now. I got lotion on my. Like, no, I'm
0: kidding. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I want
3: to fucking very
0: cool. <laughs> I want to fucking die.
1: I kept uh, saying
3: that before the Avatar recording, and I was driving Joe nuts.
1: Yeah. Um, anyway. Uh, God. Back I to the OC. A, yes, back to the OC. I had a point, but then I lost it after Tanner just had to fucking say that shit. <sighs> um. God. Oh,
3: you know what? I lied before when I said the funniest thing in the movie was, um,. Uh, Trudy inviting the weird kid to the party so first off we haven't brought it up um, the wrong um, first off actually so the husband the husband actor character or right. as it very clearly was Mark Wahlberg <laughs> he even says the fucking if I was there on 9-11 it wouldn't have gone down that way thing <laughs> that character's clearly supposed to just be Mark Wahlberg right yeah pretty much And number two, their kid, the little Instagram shithead, I think had the line of the movie. Wait, 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 don't kill us! What? What if you accidentally kill the person who knows where the money is? (laughs) God damn it!
0: Like, Yeah, that's, that's great that he's like mad, but he's like, fuck, he's got a point. Fuck, he's
3: right. I just love how the little idiot Instagram kid... Is an idiot the whole movie, and then out of nowhere he brings up a brilliant point.
1: I so I have uh, the letterbox pulled up um, on this, and I just realized that there is a Christmas Vacation nod in its casting that I didn't even realize was a nod. But but she's a part of the main cast. Uh, the grandma character in this is uh, Beverly D'Angelo from uh, Christmas Vacation. Who? It's uh, Clark Griswold's wife in Christmas oh, Vacation. Oh,
2: you are right. She is.
1: Yeah. I, I no, had it's... no idea. So
2: now I recognize it now that, I, now that you said it.
1: It's a ver- yeah. very, very different role from... Uh, uh, what, what's Clark Griswold? Ellen Griswold. That's right. It's like the, the, the only Griswold in those fucking movies that you even give a shit about is
3: Clark. <laughs> she grizz on my wall till I Clark. <laughs>
1: so the, the vacation cash is called... Cool. The vacation catches is be Clark Griswold and the rest. Just... <laughs> anyway, but we're not talking about Christmas Vacation. Uh... Maybe so. Are we? Well, someday, we should. Christmas Vacation's a great movie.
3: Um, Another thing the actor guy did that was very funny was when the main character, when Trudy's dad said Santa wasn't real, uh, Mark Wahlberg acted genuinely shocked at this revelation. <laughs> yeah, that was good. <laughs> Like that actually broke his brain, like he actually believed in Santa Claus. I also hey, loved up. how big of ass kissers uh the sister in law uh, the sisters yeah. were, basically. I fucking loved how they were like, Hi mom. And then the the fucking Instagram kid had like a men's name of Gertrude.
0: Bertrude. Bertrude. Bertrude.
3: This is for I'm my just, homie I'm Bertrude. Sorry, I'm sorry, that's just that's not a real name. <laughs> fucking god, this movie's so funny. There are yeah. so many great little lines, Bennett. What did you love?
1: Yeah, we haven't heard from um, you in
3: a hot minute.
2: Yeah, um, I don't know, dude. Why well, you keep putting me on the spot, dude? It's almost like I'm. In, <laughs> it's almost like I went saws movie with you guys or something. Uh,
1: Bennett, it's, a, it's, a, it's almost like you're on a podcast. Dude. You know what I love, love
2: Tanner? I love that fucking burger that I ate at the fucking movie theater, dude. dude. <laughs> so you know good. what? That was a good, I just dude, had the Royale with so cheese
3: today. Oh, my God, that, like, aioli they put on the burger, so good. It was fire.
0: I I had the breakfast club. Uh, That was quite good. That came way earlier than anybody else's because it was the club.
3: I got that um, for um, when I saw Batman Returns. I got the breakfast club. Oh, baby. That has to be one of the most delicious sandwiches I've ever had in my life. It was so good. Very good. Uh, Something I
2: did really like, though, about the movie was the cinematography. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, might be, well. I might be biased because I i do be loving a camera. You haven't voted St.
3: Louis sexiest cinematographer four years running.
2: Uh, I I'm, know. I'm defending champion of that. Um,
3: Tim's coming for that title this year, though.
2: Tim, I'm going to bare knuckle box in the parking lot after this.
3: <laughs> in Santa costumes.
2: Yeah, yeah in Santa costumes. That's no, the only way. No pants. Yeah.
3: The lighting was really good. It is so easy to make a movie that's very dark and have it look muddy and shitty. This one doesn't. It's very clear.
2: No, yeah, it's it's very clear and like the action shots, action shots are extremely hard to shoot. People don't realize this. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's very hard to make it to make action look realistic. Because like obviously you're not able to actually fucking hit each other and stuff. That's, yeah. Like, well, maybe not on your
3: sets. You. But on my sets, we actually pull each other's dicks off.
2: Tanner, shut the fuck up.
3: Okay, sorry, uh, Dad.
2: Yeah, you're obviously not allowed to hit each other. And so, like, you have to be creative with, like, how you shoot it and how, like, the angles you use to make it look like they're actually making contact and things like that. Um, Otherwise, it just looks fucking stupid. Yeah. So, the, the pulling it off with the lighting they did, and the choice of frame rate in certain spots, spots with, like, slow motion, or not slow motion, I felt like it was just, like, perfect. This, the cinematography was just very fucking good in this movie.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Santa um,
3: stitches up a knife wound with gift wrap. I feel like we <laughs> should talk about this more.
1: There's a lot yeah. of, like, Christmas imagery that's actually used super clever in, like, this whole movie, because... The other, like, clever use of, like, Christmas imagery I'm thinking of is the use of Santa's sack during the action sequences.
3: My sack! Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: like, just <laughs> yeah. like throws the sack, like, right in front of him as the guy's throwing the knife at him. It just goes through, like, this infinity portal. And he's just, like, pulling out presents just to kind of use as a shield.
0: Die shit. Hard on Blu-ray. <laughs> Fuck! Shit, Die Hard on Blu-ray! <laughs> die Hard on
3: Blu-ray was so fucking funny. Um, I will say, though... I for gore, never mind. <laughs> Thank you, Tanner. Very cool. The Christmas um, Star kill. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Tim. I keep interrupting you. I feel yeah. like such a dick.
0: Yeah. it's it's all good. Um, yeah, I, I guess uh, going earlier, like you were talking about, like the family relations. I do I do think that like that was a very funny aspect of it. Like um, the the one good son is the one that uh, the mom loves the most, uh, and. It's very very clear about that. Like she doesn't give a fuck about the other kids because they're just like rich, stuck up people. Um, and I love the sequence where they make them give the presents, and the the Mark Wahlberg dude just like gives them like a treatment. The <laughs> pitch. <laughs> the pitch. Thing. That was that was so stupid and funny. God. And then like she's the girl. She's just like a. Here's a here's a framed photo of the day I was born. It's like, she don't give a fuck.
3: <laughs> I love the fucking actor that was like deranged. Like the the one... First off, I loved all the code names. The Christmas code names yeah. are great. I also loved how it's like, I think it was the real Santa Claus. What the fuck did you just say? It's, uh, it's one of those movies where the premise is so absurd that it wraps back around into being unabsurd almost
0: yeah I think um, yeah it, it it has again like what we've been saying like it has the right amount of edginess and like genuineness that makes it work
3: I think that's where a lot of edgy Christmas movies go wrong Honestly. Yeah. No offense to Bad Santa, but for the most part, that movie is just mean, and I don't want mean when I watch a Christmas movie. I, it gets nice at the end. I, I honestly, I think I've come around to Bad Santa in the last year. Yeah. I would argue that maybe I kind of like it now. Hey, we
1: got him. I I think there's like a, a place for like movies like that to exist. Um, like I I there there is a place for um like. Things like a bad Santa, there's things for, like, there's a place for, like, Silent Night, Deadly Night, which I would argue is one of the most miserable Christmas movies ever. My thing is, Um, is
3: that I don't think you can be a Christmas movie if you're mean. I think the point of Christmas is niceness, and if you're mean, then you're not Christmas.
1: I I, I think there's a time and place for it, and, it like, you have to do something unique and special with it for it to be mean-spirited and still... Kind of feel like a Christmas movie, but with that said, yeah, if you're gonna be a Christmas movie, probably have some heart in 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 yeah. your movie.
3: You have to be very skilled to like to pull off mean Christmas with no heart.
1: Like, like Krampus. Um, I'm gonna use that one as an example. I'm gonna use Krampus as an example. It's like that movie can get very mean spirited at times, but it still has hearts. Um, mm. like the, the family in that, yeah, they're they're on each other's case the entire time, and they. They're honestly like a bunch of assholes, but then they kind of come around and realize, like, oh, yeah, no, we do love each other. And we got to stick together in this absolutely fucking terrifying, like, sequence of events that's happening. Um,
2: yeah, that's, that's yeah. how me and
3: Tanner are.
1: That, that's uh, Yeah, that, that, that's when that, that, Ben and
3: I are jerking each other off, stroking with lotion on our dicks and stuff.
1: That, that's not something you get uh, in, like, Silent Night, Deadly Night, where the whole thing is this nun's a bitch and yeah drove this kid fucking insane Uh, I'm gonna say it,
3: every time you say Silent Night, Deadly Night, I expect you to say Silent Hill Silent (laughs)
0: Hill, Deadly Hill
3: Silent (laughs) Hill 2 is my favorite Christmas video game (laughs) There we go I do talk about
1: Silent Hill a lot but no, it's not a Christmas thing Um, Joseph, Silent
3: Hill Vrennick
1: but yeah, All right. uh, Violet Knight thankfully has the heart and, and honestly I don't think the movie would work if it didn't have any heart. If event. this
3: movie was just a dumb action movie and then at the end he said fuck off to Gertrude this shit would suck ass. Because then also Santa's motivation wouldn't work. He yeah. has to care about the kid yeah. for his motivation to work.
0: Yeah, and like I'll I'll say uh, when we had that like uh, moment where uh, Santa's dying uh, I was just like he better not actually die, or else this movie is going to drop to, like, two stars. I um, was
3: honestly being like, this might if they kill Santa Claus, that will ruin the movie.
0: Yeah, because, like, with, you know, everything that this movie had done, like, that, that downer note would just be a big ol' wet blanket full of piss.
3: That'd be like uh, a fuck you to the audience. That would, like, genuinely yes. ruin the
0: movie. Um, And I do love that they had that just, like... Uh, Pikachu to Ash in Pokemon the first movie moment where they they bring him <laughs> back to life because they believe. Uh, Pikachu! Like it's,
3: Pikachu! It's, Pikachu!
0: <laughs> it's just cheesy enough to be great, and I love that they kind of, like, they, they go into that, like, you know, I guess I believe. Like they 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 know they're making kind of a joke out of it, but like they're 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 being genuine with it too. Like it has you know a good amount of sarcasm with the genuineness, and I think that's what makes this whole movie work. As I've been saying, there's such a great
3: running gag with the "How did you do that, Santa?" I don't know Christmas magic or something.
0: Yeah, I think that's great, just because like that's exactly what the parents say, because uh, nobody has a good answer and i love that like that's just what santa says too because that's just that's just how it is christmas magic nobody really understands <laughs> not even santa uh, all right i think i'm going to go ahead and get us to final thoughts we'll start with tan
3: um well everyone else has had a chance to say it so i'm going to say it violent night is a night most violent a night most funny a night most action packed a night most heart filled and as a movie I say Very nice movie good. Woo Borat Bravo right. Borat. The boratification <laughs> of violent night. There we
0: go.
2: <laughs> Bennett, final thoughts. Um great movie. High expectations were met. Um if you like violence, if you like Christmas spirit, if you like a happy ending, if you like comedy and if you like David Harbour, then this movie has all of that. and You should go see it. Uh, Bennett, Hell I do yeah. like
3: happy endings. You're still going to give me one later, right? You can't leave. <laughs> 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 he still did it. He still did it. Oh, that's great. All right.
0: Joe, final thoughts.
1: This is a damn near perfect Christmas movie. Um, my God, it's a fun time. It's a fun holiday movie. Uh, go see this in theaters while it's still the holiday season. Uh, I mean, this is going to release on Christmas, so if if you've got nothing else planned after all your family festivities, uh, go go check this one out at the theater. Heck, invite your family to the theater. It's Christmas, you cowards.
3: Not the small children, though. I think yeah. this might be a little much. Yeah. For L- leave maybe...
1: Uh, Maybe have one adult go with them to go see Puss in Boots or something like that. It, um, But honestly, if you can't get into Avatar, go see this.
3: She puss in my boots till I wish.
2: I don't know, dude. I haven't seen Avatar yet, and I already think this movie is better than it.
0: Oh, it is. Uh,
3: I liked Avatar more, but I respect that.
0: All right. Uh, my final thoughts. Uh, like everybody said, movie good. Yeah I even, I even I even wrote that on the little uh notepad. Tanner, do you have the note?
3: I do have the note.
0: Alright. I've been
3: doing yeah. it every time I go to the Alamo. This is gonna be a tradition. Like uh here's the one I just did for Puss and Boots today. But I do have the one that started it at all right here. Hold on. It's stuck to in the box it's stuck in the box. Fuck. Um That's what she said. There we go. Hell we to yeah, put this in post to make it readable, but
0: no, there, we read it. We can read it just fine.
3: There it is, right there.
0: All right. Just so yeah. you know,
3: Jen, from my perspective, it's flipped. So if you use my video,
0: yeah, yeah, no, I'll, I'll, I'll get it all worked out. I just wanted um, you to know. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, this is this is a great time. Uh, go see it if it looks even remotely interesting to you. Like if. If what we've been saying uh has piqued your interest, go check it out. Like it, it's we're we're premiering this at like seven PM uh C- Chicago time on Christmas. Uh if if you if you got time, uh go go check it out. Go if you're not drunk on eggnog, go check it out. um I'm
3: drunk on eggnog on Christmas.
0: Yeah, there we go. All right. So that's gonna do it for our first Alamonis cast uh, for bomb squad movie night. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, if you're listening on any of the audio platforms, leave a review or give thumbs up or something. I don't. I don't care. Do, do for Tanner. <laughs> Just think of the. They're,
3: nice. They're nice.
0: they um, nice. And then, if you are watching on YouTube, thank you for watching. Leave a comment below. Let us know. What did you think of Violent Night? Uh, Do you like dark, edgy Santa movies? What are your thoughts on Christmas Vacation? Comment below and let us know.
3: (laughs) Not Violent Night, Christmas Vacation.
0: Exactly.
2: Do you think Tanner extorted money from the Alamo Draft House?
3: Shut up! Okay, Bennett? You're going to get me banned.
0: (laughs) And while you're down (laughs) there, hit the like button if you like the video hit the subscribe button if you want to see more and hit the bell icon to get notifications on when we upload stuff thank you for tuning in to this very special bonus cast merry christmas and remember christmas will never die if you still believe fair damn right
3: so unprofessional prancer